You're listening to Freedom Christian Fellowship's podcast. And on Buddy Cooper, there's a call of God on his life that is so evident and so strong and so amazing. And so I'm just so honored, not just to call him my friend, but to just know that he is stepping into something that is so called and so in him to do. So would you guys help me honor Buddy as he comes up and shares this morning? So, this is the first sermon I've spoken in a, quite a long time. I think the last time I was a young teen, so figured I'd start with something easy. The Holy Spirit, it's not easy at all. It's pretty complex. But I uh, did some, some heavy studying on this, so uh, just want to encourage you guys. Uh, let's, just, let's just start in prayer. Dear God, I just ask that your Holy Spirit be upon us, Father God. I, I know that it's here, Father. We we're already uh, we're already covered by it, Father God, and I just pray that you continue in that, Lord. Uh, if uh, I just pray that you use my my words uh, as as a mouthpiece, Father God, that you just use uh, your words, Father God, not mine, and just help us to listen with open hearts and open minds, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right, so uh, today I'm gonna talk about the Holy Spirit. You know, I, I know as Christians, a lot of us have have uh, have heard messages on the Holy Spirit and. And, and we feel that we've, we might have heard a lot about it, but I'm just going to kind of talk to you in a practical way, just try to get you guys to understand the power of the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit can do in you guys. So, um, and just to let you know, you know, who possesses that and who doesn't. So, um, and it's, it's pretty clear, the Bible's pretty clear on, on, the, on the Holy Spirit. So, um, sometimes we tend to downplay the Holy Spirit because we simply don't understand it. So, we, we haven't taken the time to really get to know uh, what the Holy Spirit is and, and what it does. Uh, we need to understand that the very same Spirit that rose Christ from the dead is the same Spirit that is inside of us. You know, uh, a lot of us may think that, you know, maybe we got a little bit of a Spirit and other people may have a great Spirit just, just based on works and things like that. But we need to know that everybody has the same Spirit, that Christ, Christ put in the same Spirit in the young man, the new believer, and that same spirit is in, in someone who's believed for 50-plus years and, and, you know, maybe an evangelist that's, that's been around the world. That same spirit is in those two people equally the same. So uh, today I'm going to talk about three things that the Holy Spirit enables us to do. Uh, the Holy Spirit is able to break chains of sin in our lives. We sung about, <clears throat> about those, you know, the power of Christ and, and to break the chains and to, to uh, defeat, defeat sin and defeat the grave. And so, uh, and what gives us that power is the Holy Spirit. It allows us to love God on a deeper level. So if, if some of you guys have been struggling with, with loving God more, uh, some of us may feel guilt and shame of not loving God the way we should. Uh, well, the Holy Spirit is going to help us do that, help us to love God deeper. Um, and, um, uh, also, it's going to help us to love the world in a more powerful way, So, which is really important because, uh, you know, if, if you love God, then you will love others and you will love the lost. So it's important that we, uh, it's important that we do that. So uh, we're going to start off in the scripture in John, John 14, 15 through 23. Um, and just to kind of set the tone for you, uh, Jesus is talking to his disciples. This is before he went. Um, he went to the cross. Uh, he's just kind of giving them a, an expectation, but he's not only speaking to them in the moment, but he's also speaking to us now uh, as as future 
future believers and Christians. So um, verse 15 says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will now I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. In that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. So how does the Holy Spirit, uh, how does the Holy Spirit allow us to break these chains of sin? You know, some of us may have been struggling for a long time with sin, and, and we love God, and we believe in him, but we just kind of kind of stuck in a spot. So, so how can we get through that? How can we move past that? Um, in John 14, 15, Christ says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So it's not possible, it is not possible, I'm sorry, it is not possible to be obedient to God without keeping his commandments. He's, get, he's given us commandments to obey and to order uh, and, and to, to follow and if we can't do that, if we can't, then if we can't obey him, then it shows that our lack of love for him. So um, it's it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like oil and water. You know, they just don't mix sin and and, and righteousness. They're just they're two two separate entities. Uh, on our best day, without the power of the Holy Spirit, we cannot produce true righteousness. Um, our fresh, our fleshly motivation and desires will come through. You know, the Bible talks about man. What, what's good to men, men's good. It's like dirty rags. You know, we, we can't produce true righteousness, but with the whole power of the Holy Spirit, each and every one of us can produce righteousness that are like, like garments for him. So um, and it's, important that, it's important that we know that, that Satan does have power, right? He, he can tempt us. You know, we don't bec- when we become Christians and we possess the Holy Spirit, we don't become immune to sin, you know? So uh, the whole, the, uh, the power of sin, you know, it's it's a powerful thing, but, you know, we already sung, we already sung about it. They stole my thunder and already talked about it. But the power of God, the power of Christ is much more powerful. It's already been defeated. So this is what makes being a Christian and following Christ a little bit easier, knowing that that Christ has already won, man. He's the champ. You know, we're just we're just proclaiming his name. You know, he's he's uh, he's all time champion. So. Uh, Satan is able to tempt us with the power, uh, but the power of the Holy Spirit is much more powerful force. Uh, when we walk into the spirit, with when we walk within the spirit, we can withstand anything. So it's kind of a cool analogy. I think it's cool. But uh, I say, anybody heard of the Titanic in here? Raise your hands if you heard of Titanic. I think it's just cool to get half the people to raise their hand. So uh, listening. Okay. So the story of the Titanic. I, I'm sure y'all know it. If you don't know it, it's a big massive ship. I mean, this is like. The, the boat of all boats, right? It's a big, huge thing. It's beautiful. It's designed to just to crush anything that comes in its way, right? And so if you got a ticket to this thing, like you were you were the man, you know, you bring your girl, hey, got a ticket to the Titanic. You know, it's like, oh, my God. You know, Leo's going to be there. So let's come on in. So anyways, so it's a pretty big deal. So, uh, you know, everybody's boarding the Titanic, getting on there. Uh, and this ship was just made to go through things, right? So we all know that it sunk, hit hit this iceberg, uh, I don't know if you all know this, but uh, this 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 ship was actually designed to. It was made a kind of powerful, strong way to actually go right through this to right through this iceberg, right? So if anything got in the way, just just keep going. You'll be fine. This thing is made for this. 
But I can just I can see the panic in the captain's eyes. All right, look, there's a big, huge iceberg coming up. So he's kind of, you know, he might be freaking out a little bit. Okay, we're just going to have to try to miss this iceberg. We're going too fast. We can't stop this big thing. So he just tries to get off course and, like, all right, maybe we can miss it. And then I don't know if any of y'all ever, like, hit a car on the side and just feel it straight to the side. Oh. So he's, like, trying to miss it, and then it just hits. Oh, and it just rips a hole in the side. All of a sudden, it starts filling up with water. Leo's trying to save his girl. And then, you know, everybody just, everybody sinks, right? So I just want y'all to know that, you know, I don't know if he was thinking about this, or maybe he just got nervous, but if he would have just kind of just kept straight, let's, let's keep going, let's hit this thing, and let's, let's make it through, let's see what this thing can do. So we got to look at the Holy Spirit as, as this great big vessel. You know, it, God had designed the Spirit for us so that we can, we can take sin straight on, that we can go right through it and make it out to the other side. So, you know, maybe we get scared, maybe we don't realize the power of the Holy Spirit, and that's why we try to turn, turn to the side and try to avoid it. But, you know, God, God has called us to, to do his will, and so that we need to go straight into those, you know, dark places and, and you know, attack sin straight on. Because, yeah, maybe on our, on our, little, our little kayak we won't make it, but God has given us the whole power of the Holy Spirit in this, in this great vessel to make it through. So um, the Holy Spirit leads us by his spirit through our spirit and not by our flesh. He does this by filling us with the knowledge of truth of Jesus uh, we are able to know what true righteousness what true righteousness looks like. So we know the power of Christ, and the way we know that is because the Holy Spirit has come in us and made it evident, evident to us uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. So uh, the Holy Spirit also allows us to love God deeper. Um, in verse 18 of our passage, I don't know if you want to put that back up. Is that possible? Boom. Look at that. Okay, so Christ says he will not leave us as disciples. Oh, oh, sorry. Christ says he will not leave the disciples as orphans, that he will come back to them. So he's, he's actually speaking that he's going to physically come back. Like he, he will go into the grave and he will raise from the dead and he'll come back to them um, in, in the flesh. Uh, but then he goes on to say that he will leave his helper, which is the Holy Spirit. Uh, he's going to leave that with them. So there's going to come a time where uh, you know, everybody doesn't see Christ anymore, uh, but that he lives inside of us. So um, uh, when Christ died and overcome the grave, uh, there was, you know, there was a temple, right? And the temple, the veil was torn on the temple. So uh, before Christ came along, you know, they, some of you read in the Old Testament the, the, about the Holy of Holies and this, this sacred place upon where only the high priest would go into, the, go into this place uh, and they offer a sacrifice to Christ, so uh, to God. And this was their way to basically, you know, come to God and, and offer up sacrifices and, you know, commune with God. But, uh, you know, it was kind of a big deal to get to that place. But Christ came to this earth. He came uh, in the flesh to, to do away with that, basically, uh, you know, to, to be the bridge between us and God. So he made our bodies the temple. So there's no longer a place where you have to go to to be with God. Now he dwells inside of you. So that way you can have his spirit in each and everywhere that you go. Um, and which is really important. So, uh, the Holy spirit won't just reside among us, but it all, it dwells inside of us. So a lot of times we get, we get in our feelings and stuff and our, in our worship and stuff. And we feel like, you know, it's, it's kind of the Holy spirit is like a force around here, like a force field. But, uh, 
you just need to know that 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 power is with you. You know, it's not you're not coming into this place to to get the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit dwells and lives inside of you, so that when you go out, anything that you do, the Holy Spirit is with you. Um, just an example, I guess, to try to help y'all understand this. Uh, I don't know if a lot of you have kids. I got my little niece over there. She's so beautiful. Uh, so, anyways, I, I don't know if if you have kids. We have a little baby. Like I do this with my son when I hold Portland. I'm just holding him like so so tight. And I just squeeze him. I'm out of, I let him breathe a little bit, but I'm squeezing him. I'm like, man, I just, I love him. I, like, this isn't enough. Like, I, I'm not close enough to my son right now. Like, what can I do? What's like the next, the next way to do that? And and I and I think that's that's how much God loves us. He loves us so much that He desires to dwell inside of us, to live in our hearts. So, what better way to show that you love somebody than to, to, uh, to let your spirit dwell inside of them? You know, for me, it was enough for God to go go to the grave um, and overcome the grave and die for us and to do all that for us. But he even takes another step forward and to leave his spirit with us. So um, I just think that's an, uh, that's an awesome thing. So um, God also gives us our, uh, the Holy Spirit gives us our identity in Christ too. So before we know Christ, you know, we're, we're, we have a different identity, but, but through Christ, he gives us a new identity, and what helps us understand this is is the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, because we are not we we don't go for our, what our flesh wants anymore. We rather we desire what what the Spirit desires. So um, He gives us our new identity, a new calling. You know, some of us have have I think we all have a calling as as Christians, as believers in Christ, and uh, the Holy Spirit is what allows us to you know to find out and to know what that is. Uh, another verse, Ephesians one. 13 through 14. Oh, look, it's, uh, it's up there. In him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it, to praise of his glory. So the Holy the very Holy Spirit is actually our evidence of our salvation and, and how we know that we are saved and we are of him. So anyone, you know, I said that I was going to tell you who possessed the Holy Spirit, and it's anyone who, who loves God, who believes in God, who believes that he died for them and, and have, has given their life to them. We all possess the Holy Spirit. So, you know, maybe you don't think that you have this, these great gifts or anything like that, but just know that if you accepted Christ in your heart and you believe in him, that you possess those that the Holy Spirit and you possess that power and that, um, that it's there, you know? And so it, it just, it makes me wonder, it, you know, we may not think that the spirit's a big deal, you know, and, and, but if you think about it, if that's the one thing that tells us that we're a child of God, if, it, if he says in his word, this is the very thing that guarantees your inheritance, um, in his kingdom, then why would you not want to seek after that and make that just a, a imminent part of your life. If it's if it's that important to God, if if that means our salvation, then we should we should go after that. We should run after that. Which it shouldn't just be something that that we keep in our bag and and just go on about our day. Just hey, I'm, I'm knowing we're saved. So um, you know, which uh, which you know leads me to uh, to my next point in, in loving others in a powerful way. And so uh, you know, the Holy Spirit allows us to love to love the world in a different way. Uh, I don't know if y'all noticed. Some of y'all have known me for a while. I used to not wear glasses. I used to actually wear contacts. And uh, about in January, uh, I, I always have issued my contacts, you know. So 
put in my contacts one day and my eyes were burning. I couldn't see nothing. So, oh, I hurt so bad. And I had to go to work that day. It's kind of, you know, I was, I was running late. Like, I got to go. And so I decided to make an appointment with the doctor that day because I just, I couldn't even put my contacts. So I was like driving with one eye. So it was probably kind of dangerous. Uh, but I get to the get to the doctor's office and I specifically picked the doctor's office that had a lab on the back of it because I wasn't going to leave there without some new set of eyes because it just, I, I couldn't, couldn't stand not to see. So anyways, I had, I don't want to gross y'all out, but that's like bacteria in my eye or whatever, so I'm good now. I'm clean. But uh, well, anyways, I so, you know, he was like, you, you can't put those contacts back in, you know. And, you know, some of you contact words, you know, you like, you keep them a little too long. You should probably throw them away. They're gross. So I'm like, all right, well, I just want to make sure that I can see. I, I just, I, like, if I take my glasses off, everybody's blurry. Actually, this makes it easier. It takes a lot of nerves away. Ugh. I don't even see nobody looking at me. But anyway, so when I take my glasses off, I just, everything's a blur. I can't can't make out anything. So I told the doctor, I was like, look, I need I need you to go hit up that lab tech guy. I need you to, like, whittle me some glasses, whatever you do. Like, I just, I have to see. I will not leave this place until I can see because I'm not getting on the road. I uh, can't put my contact back in. So whatever I got to do to be able to see, just make it happen. So, um you know, it, it made me think about the power of the Holy Spirit. We should desire to want to see people in the lenses of the, the Holy Spirit more than anything. Like, we should want to see people like that. A lot of times we have, like, a blurred vision of people because we don't, we don't put on those lenses that, that Christ has given us. So we should desire, just like I was that day, I couldn't leave that place until I could see. We, sh- we should desire every morning to want to see others the way God sees them. And if we don't, we need to take a minute to, to welcome the Holy Spirit in our lives and and welcome the Holy Spirit uh, to just to let us see, to let us see others clearly in the way, in the way He sees them. So uh, you know, from a human standpoint, we're kind of limited on the way uh, on the way we can love a stranger. Uh, but but the way the way with the Holy Spirit, we can love others in in such a different way. So someone you never know, you know, uh, maybe you see somebody maybe online or whatever that that doesn't have the same views as you that that's you know, completely opposite of what you, what you feel and what you believe, you know, and, and you know, as, as humans, our first instinct may be to get mad or to differ with that person, but if we allow the Holy Spirit to work in us and to see others in such a way, we can love through that. We can love past that. The power of our love for humanity uh, just becomes, just becomes different, you know, and so that, that's what allows us to, to walk up and meet a, another believer that we never met before and, and have love for that person because they, you know, they possess that, that spirit that we uh, that we have, and we can see that because we're looking through those lenses. Um, you know, and I, I was actually when I was when I was studying this, I was starting to think about I started thinking about my family. You know, the people that I love, like just more than anything. You know, the people that have been with me. You know, that I see all the time. We hang out with, and and um, you know, I love them, and I and I try to show that, and I try to have a relationship with them, and everything like that. But I thought to myself, like when I'm learning more about the Holy Spirit, I think, is that enough just to, just to love them and, you know, from a human standpoint, to have feelings for them and to want them to be happy? And I really, I kind of got, felt a little convicted of it because I feel that God wants us to love those people even more. You know, uh, sometimes we may overlook them because they're kind of close to us, but, but, you know, sometimes those are people that, that need Christ's love. You know, we need to see them with the Spirit. We need a desire that God have a relationship with them, you know, not just that, not just that we love them, but that that God loves them, and that we understand that, and we can love them in a way that God loves them. And um, 
So I think that it's possible that we can love our friends and our family so much in an earthly way, but not see them with the power of the Holy Spirit. So, um, so we need to put on these we need to put on these lenses and and see them see them in that way. So, um, how can we put into practice what, I, what I'm talking about today? So, how can we um, invite this Holy Spirit to do these things I talked about? So, um, you know, and it, it's it's actually it's you know there's no crazy scientific method to to you know summon in the Holy Spirit. You know, it lives inside you, dwells inside you, and if you truly desire it and you truly ask God to let that spirit, you know, flourish in your lives. And, and I believe with my heart that he will, you know. Uh, the Holy Spirit is like a muscle that, that needs to be trained. You need to spend time with the Holy Spirit, you know, and, and, and understanding it. So you need to spend time in your word, time praying. Um, it just, if you don't spend time with him, then, then you won't know, you won't ever grow. You know, it'll just kind of, it'll just kind of be like a little flicker in light. So if you want it to shine bright, you have to spend that time, um, you know, humbly studying the, uh, the scripture uh, and applying it to every aspect of your life. So whenever we do things, anything we do, we have to think, how is this benefiting my, whole, my spirit? How is this glorifying God? And if it's something that really doesn't bring glory to God, then we know that it's, it's probably for ourselves. It's probably for our flesh. And so we need to just kind of maybe eliminate some of those things and start choosing to do things that are, are you know, led by the Spirit, you know, and, 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 that's, and that's how we do that. Uh, one other thing that uh, I encourage everybody to do is uh, look to someone else. Like, uh, you know, everybody's, I think everybody's heard about iron and sharpening iron, you know, and that's true. You know, the, the way you get stronger and the way you grow is to go to people and to be around people who, who love God the way you do. And, and who desire to, to seek after the Holy Spirit. So, you know, have, have someone to be accountable with you uh, on seeking out, seeking out the Spirit. You know, I know there's been many times in my life where, you know, I just I've, I felt down. I felt like, man, God had made a call into my life a long time ago when I was in high school. He said, you know, you're going to speak to people. You're going to do great things. You're going you're gonna to proclaim my name. You know, this is what I called you to do. And I just felt like kind of adrift from that. But Along the way, I just every season of my life, there's been someone there that I know is in tune with God and God's speaking to them because they tell me things like, hey, God told me that a couple years ago, and that's crazy that you say that. It's not crazy. It's the power of the Holy Spirit speaking to them. And so along the way, there's been people that just kind of encourage me and say, hey, you know, go after, go what God God has called you to do. And so if if I ran from those people, if I avoided those people, you know, there's no telling where I may have ended up, but because I decided to to latch onto those people and seek after those people, um, you know, that those are kind of people that we need to look up to. Uh, but also know too that that we're all humans, you know, and that we all sin, we all make mistakes. So there's no reason to put someone up on a, a pedestal and expect them never to never to fail. You know, and that's part of life and that's part of of growing. So always, you know, always look to God. Always look to see. Christ and other people, you know, not, don't, don't just, uh, don't just praise man, but praise, praise God, you know, and, 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 uh, and he'll do some great things there. So, um, I pray that we'll all seek, seek out our identity in Christ by constantly following this, the desire of the spirit that dwells inside of us. Um, I promise that if you truly work on allowing the Holy Spirit to move through you, that he will teach you things about yourself that you never imagined. So, um, I know that I know that he's done that for me. 
So uh, I just want to encourage you guys to uh, to just welcome the Holy Spirit in your life in every aspect. You know, just don't just come to 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 find Him on Sunday mornings. You know, um, seek Him out. You know, in every day. You know, things get tough, things get hard. Tap into the Spirit. Let the let the Spirit guide your steps and everything that you do. Um, and it's just kind of my encouragement to you guys. So uh, before we end, I just want to just want to pray for y'all really quick. Um, just want to thank y'all too for letting me speak with you guys. So um, let's pray, guys. Dear God, I thank you for this day, God. I thank you for um, your Spirit and your presence in this room, Lord God. Thank you for the love, um, the love of the, these this congregation, Lord God. I just um, just look around and see people that, you know, that that love you, God, and and I really do love Father God. I pray that uh, that you help people find purposes in life, Lord. Um, if there's anyone in here, God, that just has no clue what I'm talking about, because maybe they haven't experienced you, Father God. Maybe they don't know. Um, what salvation is. Maybe they don't know what being a believer is, Father God. I pray that you just touch their hearts right now, Lord God, in a way that that no one else could, Father God. I just pray that you just, you demand, um, you demand your presence in, in their lives, Father God. I pray, Lord God, that we can, we can see those that are hurting, God, and that we can, we can offer up love, Father, that only you can, Lord God. You've called us to be your hands and your feet, God, and I pray that we can do that. Help us to get closer and closer to you, Lord. Um, help us not just to get close to you in times of need, Father, but in all times, every moment of the day, constantly putting you on the forefront of our minds and our hearts, Lord God. I just thank you for uh, thank you for everything, Father. Thank you for dying for us, Father God. Uh, thank you for raising up from the dead. And Lord, thanks for leaving your spirit with us, Father, because we'd just be lost without it, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. buddy that was great man did a great job you really did this morning I, I just want to encourage you with um just what the holy spirit was uh bringing bringing out today maybe today you find yourself in a place where you're struggling with the sin you know what's so amazing about the heart of god and buddy hit it hit the, the nail on the head there is that he did this and Jesus, when he talked to his disciples, he was just giving this, just throwing this out there to them to say, look, hey, I'm going to leave. They couldn't understand it. They didn't get it. They had walked with this man for three years and some odd change. And they, they saw him do things that blew their mind that they probably fell asleep at night talking to each other about going, did he really walk on the water? Did he really, did he really raise that person from the dead? Oh, my goodness, this guy. And then he's like, I'm, I'm leaving, but I'm going to send to you a part of me, the Holy Spirit, the same God that I am, and he's going to dwell in you because I love you. And the whole reason why the Holy Spirit sets us free, the whole reason why the Holy Spirit reminds us that God wants to be close to us, the whole reason the Holy Spirit drives into us a passion for people 
that maybe are not like us, that do not look like us, do not agree with us, is because of his love. And so the question this morning is very simple. As we just, we're we're done, there's going to be ministry teams that come up. I'm going to invite you to stand up. Is that if you are dealing with anything in this moment, this very moment, and you understand that today you're not here on accident, but it was the same Holy Spirit that Buddy was talking about that brought you here today, and you need freedom, you will find that in the depth of the love that God the Father has for you. And the only thing you have to do, you don't have to free yourself from it. You don't have to untangle the, 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 the web. You don't have to do that. You don't have to mend your own broken heart. You, you don't have to fix your issues. You just have to say, I believe. I agree. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's it. That's it. And if you will make that honest, sincere confession today, if you'll make that movement today, that Holy Spirit that Buddy was talking about will meet you exactly where you are, and you will, you will, you will experience a freedom, a love, and a peace like you've never known. And that's what Jesus was talking about. He wanted the disciples, and he wanted us to know that there will never be one day one hour, one minute, one second, when the very heart of God, the very nature of the love of the Father is not constantly knocking at our, the heart of our door, the door of our heart, and saying, this is who I am. Would you stand to your feet, please? I'm going to invite a couple of ministry teams to come up. Rodney, you want to come up? Spud Kiki, y'all come on up. And this morning, if you have anything, as Buddy was speaking this morning, if you have anything that you find yourself in that place where you say, you know what, that's me. You know what, I know that this has been in my life, and I want to be set free. I want to be set free. Or you say, look, I want to walk in a type of love that Buddy was talking about. I know that's only possible through the Holy Spirit. I want to, I want to be able to have that type of relationship. Or I want to love the world the way that God calls me to. You might need to respond to this. You might need to come up. You might need to receive prayer. We want to do that with you. We want to agree with you. We want to pray with you because we love you. So let's just, let's just do that. Let's just come into agreement with that right now. Let me bless you this morning. Father, I thank you for these folks. Lord, I thank you for Buddy. I thank you for the word that you put in his heart. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you dropped this Holy Spirit, this word in his heart for this very moment, for this every person here that we might hear and that we might respond to the truth of who you are, Holy Spirit, that we would know the love of the Father, that we would know the freedom that we have in you, and that we would know the great grace that you poured out on our life. And in just in, in, in our hearts right now, in unison, we say we agree with you, Holy Spirit. We move towards you, and we receive everything that you have for us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're doing here. We love you. I just declare the grace and the peace of the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name upon every person here. Amen and amen.